0: Episode. I was going to say, hopefully not last, but we're actually going to record two of them so that when we launch, we have to just so, so
1: I, this could still be their last one, too.
0: Well, no, because this is episode one. So if the sec there's a science here somewhere that I'm not catching on <laughs> to, but it's this won't be the la- this won't be the only one. We're going to at least prove we suck at this twice. <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome to the very first episode of spread the dread. I am John and I'm Joe and we are uh, we're in charge of this fucking awful ship now I just we're not even a minute in and I've swore Mm -hmm. so if anyone hasn't checked before
1: not suitable for work y'all not
0: suitable for work not not suitable for anything really Um,
1: it really needs to be 18 plus
0: (laughs) maybe I am nude. But just from the waist down, I'm straight poo bearing it right now. <laughs> uh, but we don't have live feed up yet. That's coming. That's coming. And only uh,
1: fans. It'll be an OnlyFans.
0: Exactly. And I've got a, I've got a, I've got a 4K camera with a fisheye lens and a wicked zoom. That's it's gonna make it's gonna be me very flattering. It does. It does. I'll trim up too, so it doesn't look like a furry button. God damn it. Yeah. So so welcome. This is spread the dread. Um, we are here to talk about everything that is fucked up, whether that's true crime, uh, messed up history, uh, some cinema. We're probably going to be doing some conspiracy stuff.
1: Medical abnormalities. Oh yeah. My that's favorite. Yes.
0: That is, that is Joe's wheelhouse right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully you'll stick with us. Um, a, a little bit about us first mm-hmm. since I, so I'm John, this is Joe, okay. my hetero life partner um we've been together for a minute we have two kids they are probably really fucked up but so far we haven't found any dead cats yeah or anything like that they're well, we're
1: doing pretty decent dss hasn't showed up yet
0: well th-
1: <laughs> they might. that doesn't mean they haven't been called well, okay yeah
0: i'm yeah. sure they're backed up They have
1: never came to our home
0: i'm sure they're backed up yeah. um so so i'm john i literally have no qualifications to do this other than i've i've experimented with some other failed shit in the past. And I talk a lot. I do enjoy messed up stuff, but I'm, I am here to say the things that should not be said to be completely PC insensitive. And to swear, well, Joe's going to swear a lot too. It, there's going to be so much fucking <laughs> swearing. You're going to love it. If you enjoy swearing, if you well, like sailors. More
1: general and mine is usually directed direct, er, directly at you.
0: Right. So like if you like sailors, but without all of the, the itchy and burning stuff that sometimes comes along with sailors. <laughs> and yes, we are, while we're here, we might as well, are on this subject of itchy sailors, we might as well address, yes, we know, spread the dread. <laughs> Its abbreviation is it's STD. STD. If you if you think for one fucking second that that was not the moment that we came up with that and figured it out that we were not immediately hooked, you're on the wrong podcast yeah. for that. If you that want was a
1: great drunken laugh,
0: yes, yes, it was. Um, so, Joe, tell them a little bit about like kind of your background, your education stuff, because you're going to be able to give a little bit of something, an actual educated. Something about a lot of the stuff we talk I know, about.
1: I don't know if we have all that time. No, I really. Do, do,
0: do, we don't need to talk about when you got like color theory at the art institute. <laughs> but like, but like, Fuck so. You. <laughs> but so like so like your bachelor's in psychology.
1: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I have a bachelor's in psychology. Um, we primarily focused focused on case studies. Um, I loved abnormal psychology and the forensic side of things. Um, I'm now actually back in school for a third fucking time. So thank you for bringing up art Institute, you asshole.
0: That would be four. If you count. So the, the one thing, when, when you first got out of high school, and, I was pre-med. Yeah. But you were going to become a forensic pathology. Yeah, I so I'm a
1: coroner. So, so, for so there, is.
0: yeah. So there are a few people you got to go to a body farm. Yes. Which yes. is fucking terrible. Yeah. That's a terrible, a, that's an awful word. It was
1: fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. So, you, it, so like, tell people in case they don't know, well, what what's the body farm?
1: So, the body farm is where they place different bodies in different forms of uh, natural conditions to see how the body is going to decompose and react with the environment.
0: <sighs>
1: <laughs> so, you're talking about, you know, some people being left in the sun, some in partial water, full water. Now, where, um,
0: where where was this located though? It's
1: uh, just outside, I want to think it's outside of Johnson City, Tennessee. I'd have to look it up, but I remember it was a horrible drive there on a cramped hot bus and i was horribly fucking hung over and i may or may not have had some coke on me so are in my system <laughs> i f- i feel like i feel and that like was a long time ago I'm i feel like now. anybody
0: who's gonna be a coroner has some coke somewhere <laughs> and if not it's something more fucked up like they're like mainlining like just enough formaldehyde <laughs> to like you know their eyes start blinking really fast and shit it's probably like a really wicked high (laughs) so so you have a little bit of forensic Mm -hmm. background um educational not just enthusiast Mm -hmm. bachelor's in psychology and you're currently getting your rn to to of course go work in the emergency room so that you can see motherfuckers in their absolute worst state oh yeah so so there you go so so remember that going forward now one thing I will say because we're we are also in, insanely big horror movie fanatics. Yes. Um, and that's gonna that's gonna play some 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 I roles really, into this. You know
1: what I honestly say I'm I'm the bigger horror movie enthusiast. You I are, will watch the shitty ones and the great ones. I don't give a fuck.
0: You are. I so I like shitty movies that are like so bad they're good. You you're like, Oh, it, somebody's getting dead. <laughs> Let's put it on. It's so, got
1: zombies in it, I'm in <laughs>
0: Right, so Joe gets way more out of our Shutter subscription than what I do, but not only that, you have you, you definitely have the stronger stomach. Oh yeah, and, and all of that stuff. Like, don't we're not. This is episode one. We're not getting there. I'm the motherfucker who loves horror, but I will have a panic attack during it, and then I'll do it again. So that's that speaks to my level of ridiculousness. But so we we are horror movie enthusiasts. The 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 one thing, it's good or bad. About watching horror movies with you is when you break down scientifically how accurate or <laughs> inaccurate it is, and whether it's inaccurate or accurate, you make it worse because you medically start to you're like, oh yeah, like that definitely would squirt and spew like that, or a it would actually be this gross, <laughs> like to the point it where you'll pause this much. Yeah. So so yeah, if we ever like do like a live stream of it, that's all it's going to be is just you making it far worse from a medical standpoint. Hell yeah. So uh of course, let's uh we we got to do the 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 where they go? Where where you guys should go if you like us, uh definitely check out spreadthedreadpodcast.com. It is not a fancy website. No. It is essentially a placeholder to make sure that we own the URL. Uh, but it's got, it's got everything you need there. It's got links. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, on everything where everything I'm about to tell you, I'm not going to read out the URLs, everything that you need to do. You need to search spread the dread podcast, not spread the dread, not spread the dread pod, not, not
1: STD. Cause you're not going to like those Google. Reports.
0: I would, you know what, if you, <laughs> I would be interested in STD pod
1: I don't know. I, I mean, would I'm imagine myself. <laughs> maybe that's
0: just like a it's just like a group, a support group. <laughs> I remember back when Tinder first got oh. uh, got launched, I thought it would be great. And and they've since done this, but they don't do it as tongue in cheek. to have an STD dating app called Burning Love. Oh. But that was that was, you know, you know, or you scratch me, I'll scratch you. Something like <laughs> <laughs> something along those lines. Or
1: so god damn disgusting or
0: or you know does this look infected and (laughs) and you know
1: and i'm sorry if i'm blowing your ears out
0: (laughs) she has a terrible laugh yeah well i say terrible it's endearing over time so by like episode 20 yeah (laughs) you'll get used to it um i'm gonna do the best i can in post to clean that up but science ain't there yet uh, yeah, so com. You'll find links to our Facebook, our Instagram We are not on Twitter because this is not a show about politics mm, And it. if you're not there to do that Or stand on a soapbox about some shit Twitter fucking sucks So we're not even going to do it So
1: well, if, I found out also, too, on Twitter They leak a lot of free porn So, I mean, that is an advantage to some for Twitter But just it's gonna, really raunchy, dirty shit Oh, so. well <laughs> so,
0: Alright, so after this, I'm signing up for a Twitter uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um And, of course, uh, you can find us anywhere for podcasts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Google, Stitcher, Castro, a bunch of them. And there's direct links on the website to those places where you can download the app if you don't already have it. Mm -hmm. If you do go on there, be sure to give us a good like. Uh, The likes will always drive us up in the search engine. If you don't have anything nice to say, feel free to do that there because I would be a hypocrite telling you not to give me a one-star review when I've given so many myself. (laughs) I beg you don't. I would hope you are nice. I have children.
1: Or you can directly just, you know, talk shit to us via email. You know, yes, yes. Podcast at gmail.com. You can
0: do that. Send yeah. send nudes as long as you are obviously 18 years or older. Because we don't play with yes, that shit.
1: Please, yeah, fuck that. No. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, you can do that all from that website. Uh, also, too, the podcast will be up on YouTube and Bitchute. Now, YouTube is the Twitter of video streaming. We would not be there. Uh, and nothing will ever be monetized there because they're, they fucking suck as well. So I would much rather you do this on BitChute if you don't know what BitChute is. But everything's going to be backed up there. So eventually when YouTube finds out who we are and they kick us, that'll be the only place you can get it. And it's just going to be, you know, a video of this. There's no live stream or anything like that. Hopefully in the future we'll get to that. Uh, one other thing, uh, Patreon, you can find us there too, Spread the Dread Podcast. Now, I'll be honest There is zero fucking reason for you to give us money right now. (laughs) I don't even think we've set up a tier. Uh, But literally, I did the laziest thing possible, assumed that you would like us enough to want to give us money at some point. So I went ahead and set it up so that in the event you like hear an episode and you're like, oh, you know, these people aren't nearly as annoying as I was told. (laughs) And so I'm going to go do their whole catalog and check the rest of it out. It's in the first episode, so I don't have to go back and do shit, and I don't have to do any of that stuff. It's in there. Uh, we're definitely going to do something. I think the first thing we're probably going to do is set up like maybe like a dollar tier, mm-hmm. and if you donate that, like we'll shout you out or something like that. Uh, definitely, if we get some good reviews, I'd shout you out there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we do have, we, we've been talking about some exclusive stuff later down the line that we would like to do via Patreon. Um so, there, there is that. Is there anything I didn't cover?
1: No, I think that's everything. I Every- think I zoned out a little bit. You were kind of rambling on.
0: <laughs> I, you know what? You know, I got to talk shit. Well, obviously. All right. So, we're going to get into this. Now, uh, this episode is about Albert Fish. You've probably heard about it. Maybe you haven't. Uh, fucking be warned. This dude was fucking sick and gross. Yeah. And a lot of this shit involves children because he was one of those kind of people. But one quick thing that we do want to do at the beginning of our episodes because of our love of horror movies is we, we want to highlight a horror movie that we think. I mean, you may have seen it. If you're like us, you probably have. Mm. Uh, but just some stuff that we think definitely needs a little bit of highlighting. And, and obviously things won't take hopefully this long to get to beforehand. Uh, if not, right now we're around the 12 and a half minute mark. I would say probably skip ahead to like 16 minutes, <laughs> and the shit about Albert will actually start up. But uh, Joe, tell them, tell him what movie we want to highlight today.
1: Oh, it's Martyrs, 2018.
0: No, you're wrong. Really? Well, a you misspoke because you don't read so good, even though you want to fucking help people in the ER. It's 2008.
1: It says 2018 on my notes. Then you have okay. So oh, then I wrote the wrong thing.
0: <laughs> the wrong this thing. This is why well, you
1: don't do notes when you've been drinking vodka because I did fuck him up. Yeah. So Martyrs 2008, written and directed by Pascal uh, you're It's it's tongue.
0: either it's either log, Logier cuz he's French oh. or Lager, but I don't drink enough wine to pronounce that correctly. Logir. Stay away. I think there was a re- that well though there was a remake. I think it was in like 2015, 2015 Don't worry about it. They, I don't know why they remake it. It's I French. It. If you're a real horror fan, you have to get down with subtitles. Yep. You're missing out on literally so many great horror movies if you can't fuck with subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, and Martyrs is one of them. We're not gonna, we're not doing like a full review. We're just highlighting it. Uh, this one though, when it came out, I mean, it was really big. It's part of what they called the new French extremity movement. We're not going to get into that whole thing. Uh, I guarantee you, we'll probably end up highlighting a bunch yeah. of them, yeah, such as eels, yeah. high tension, mm, just the French, the, yeah, irreversible, irreversible as well. Yeah. Um, inside, yeah, so, so so we did we did name them. There yeah. we go. Lying yeah. immediately. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this one involves. Now this one is is a tough watch for some because it does do a lot of violence to women. Mm. I am an equalist. Equalist equality. Equal, equalist. <laughs> I love equality, which means especially when it comes to horror, everybody should get fucked up. Yep. The kids, yep. the pets, yep. anybody. But this one, I will say, to the best of my remembrance, and we should have watched it right before. But there, there's no rape, and that's the one thing that always no, bugs actually, the shit. There wasn't. I I just don't like it. Like no. I know it happens and stuff like that, but there is none. But they beat the shit out of this chick. Mm-hmm. And there's some really fucked up stuff in there. It's a great, there's a great reason for why they're doing it. And it involves trying to find out what happens when we die. Yeah. Um, so definitely check it out again. Martyrs. It is French. I'm not sure if it's streaming anywhere. Um, you could check that out. But again, I, I don't, I don't care if you watch the remake, feel free to watch the remake, but don't fucking watch it first. Watch this one. 2008. It's French. You, you got to check it out. And also, if you're if you're really into horror, get it physically. Get yourself a region-free Blu-ray Before player. They're
1: editing that shit, y'all.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, they're editing it. And then, especially with horror, every time we jump to a new medium, shit gets lost. Yeah. We lost stuff with VHS, with DVD, now Blu-ray. 4K is what it is. I guarantee you we're going full digital, especially because these studios can now hold on to it. And, and nothing streams forever. Nothing is locked in unless it's produced by, like, Netflix or some shit like that. Otherwise, they're just renting it. So Martyrs 2008 by Pascal Laguerre, that is our horror recommendation of the week of this episode. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Are you ready to fucking fish? Yes, I am. Let's fucking <laughs> think fish.
1: think everybody
0: else is too. <laughs> I, I was right. 1558. Uh, I said well, 16 minutes, okay. so they're on their own. So, right. Joe, kick it off. Tell us a little bit about Mr. Hamilton Howard Fish.
1: All right. So... This horrible motherfucker. Uh, born May nineteenth, eighteen seventy, in Washington D.C. Um, he actually ju- died January sixteenth, nineteen thirty-six, while he was incarcerated at Sing Sing Correctional Facility. And I do not know how to pre- pronounce that, Ossining, New York.
0: Ossining, New York. <laughs> we're not. Word. We're not from the the Northeast. You guys have some fucked up town names up there. There's sh- there's shit in Greece I can pronounce easier than some of those names. Yeah.
1: So my favorite part are all of this guy's freaking nicknames.
0: Well, how did he die, though? Did you? Oh,
1: electric chair. Yeah, and I yeah. may have not seen that. They roasted
0: kidding. this motherfucker <laughs> in New York. So you know this was back in the day, because yeah. I don't think they kill anybody anymore. Yeah,
1: so he was, uh, I guess he was convicted, actually, of serial being a serial killer, child rapist, and cannibal.
0: Got the ultimate three.
1: Yeah. Trifecta.
0: The trinity of evil.
1: <laughs> so these nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> Gray man, which is obvious. Werewolf of Wisteria, yeah. The Brooklyn Vampire, <laughs> the Moon Maniac. That
0: sounds like if a hippie tried to write a fucking horror movie, <laughs> or an Indian, like like a Native American, when like you know Moon Maniac, and they would be, <laughs> that's and they would be like, that's fucking horrifying. But I'm reading it, and I'm like, that's that's the lamest nickname ever. Like that must have been like off of his first kill.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, <laughs> but Boogeyman, and but. I, I don't know. For for me, Boogeyman, even though it sounds kind of lame, for the way or the, his victims, that's kind of really fitting. Well,
0: a kid gave that to him. Yeah, yeah. The kid said yeah, the it was the Boogeyman. That so, boy, that, yeah. like, if yeah, if you're a kid, that's fucked.
1: Yeah, but yeah. So he confessed to uh, roughly a hundred victims. So his parents are Randall and Ellen Fish. Seventy five and thirty two at birth. He <sighs> was pounding that. Shit. Randall was
0: fucking slinging it, bro. Like what a
1: years fucking. Older man. I,
0: if he had not produced Albert Fish, he would be my fucking role model. <laughs> but I'm like seventy five and thirty two. Like maybe that's what fucked shit up. Yeah. Like really old sperm and like some pretty good eggs. Like just know. fucking. It was fucking hell.
1: Well, you have to think about that dynamic, too. When you're that much older than your significant other, you have to think about maybe how possibly commandeering his dad was over top of his mother and the, and the na- or the entire household. She,
0: all, she If she didn't want to take any shit, she just had to, like, kick his cane out from under him, and he would have fucking <laughs> collapsed and died. So he was, he was 43 years older than her. Yeah. He had three other siblings, Walter, Annie, and Edwin. Mm-hmm. And as we said earlier, his name was Hamilton Howard Fish, Uh, the name Albert, he kind of took that over after a sibling of his died, really didn't find much about it. I don't know if it was a younger sibling or an older sibling or whatever, Mm -hmm. but that's not his fucking name. It's not short for Hamilton or Howard. No. Um, but apparently I don't know who came up with this, but it's, but I, it's like such a great bully thing. He had a nickname of ham and eggs, which is delicious, but he didn't like being called that. Um, And, uh, so yeah, keep going, Joe.
1: So he was given up to an orphanage, um, where he spent the the majority of his childhood at, um, there he was frequently abused. But the funny thing is, is he started developing enjoyment of the beatings here. (laughs) So here we go.
0: (laughs) That is, that is going to make a lot of sense later. Everybody note, note that shit. Yeah. He started to enjoy what the boys were fucking laying down. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, he 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 went in roughly when he was five. The the mother got him out of there in 1880 when she was finally financial sta- financially stable. Randall died. So so Randall was a former riverboat captain, and at the time of his death, he was a fertilizer manure, which meant that he was all about shit. He was okay. that dude. That dude knew his shit was about it. Riverboat captain had rough hands, <laughs> slayed a ton of pun. Um, yeah, he died in 1875, and then Ellen had to put. Uh, Albert into uh, St. John's orphanage in Washington, DC. She just couldn't afford to keep him. Mm-hmm. So he was there from five to eight. Yeah. Um, so, so he's, he's finally out. Um, but now we, we talked about this kid. He's starting to enjoy his beatings, which is, eh, you know, we live, in, we live in 2021 at the time of recording this. You get yeah, into what would you're into. I assume
1: BDSM was like a thing back in the day, too. Just well, but these certainly hush weren't hush.
0: consensual. I mean, it's not like no. they walked up and was like, hey, ham and eggs, can I fuck you up real quick?
1: Yeah, I think it's just more of that breakdown of will and trying to find anything you can to get through it. And that's maybe where he found his enjoyment. Maybe he found subspace. <laughs> Well, some well, may know what that means. <laughs> and if you not, don't, don't go searching. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, well, so, but it could be also attributed to a history of mental illness, illness in his family, including...
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, uncle with mania. brother. What the mania.
0: fuck is mania, by the way? So I know uh, WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> I think, honestly, mania was just... I want to... Oh, shit, I don't fucking remember, man. It sounds like it's one of those
0: old things where, like, yeah, like, like like a hysterics. woman was a woman was crying and she's got mania. Slap her, like, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so that's why it's like not picking up for me. But I do not think it's in the current like version of the DSM. W- went out with phrenology. DSM-IV or DSM-VI. I can't fucking remember those abbreviations <laughs> anymore. It's been too long. Okay. All right. So, anyways, uncle with mania, brother is, went into a mental hospital. The sister was diagnosed with generic mental affliction. Again, another generic term. That's
0: what they, when, when they had PMS back then, that's what they would say because women were not equal.
1: <laughs> She's pleading. Yeah. Something's wrong with Some her. Some sort of
0: mental illness, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps a mania.
1: <laughs> um, he had three other relatives that were diagnosed with mental illnesses. Um, his mother uh, actually had oral and visual hallucinations. Hallucinations.
0: That's from Randall railing that shit out. He's always <laughs> fuck fucking
1: Now, the funny thing is is that we actually find out that he did have some physical trauma. When when Albert was 11 years old, he fell of a cherry tree where he ended up having a severe concussion. And then from then on, he had constant headaches and dizzy spells. And um, he had a very noticeable stutter, which probably did not help him growing up. Didn't help, but again, he got
0: out. (laughs) 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 You stutter. Don't pick on people with stutters. I know, I
1: know. Yo, I had to actually have that shit fixed as a kid, but yeah, and I sometimes fuck up and John picks on me. Y'all should pick on him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is this this podcast is literally a cry for help for her. Someone come <laughs> get her. That's all this is for. Uh, but but again, like, remember he left the orphanage at eight, so mm-hmm. he he didn't fall out of the tree till eleven. So the motherfucker was already getting down with the boys, beating on him and shit before then. Yeah. So again, like you so said, maybe
1: the the tree coming out was kind of like that. That record button. Um, I was just like, here we go. (laughs) I
0: think God tried to kill him and failed. (laughs) Like, you know, but, but, okay. So after he's 11, round 12, Mm -hmm. all right. He develops his first homosexual relationship with a telegraph boy. Now, I don't, I don't give a (laughs) fuck what you're letting in you Mm -mm. or what you're putting it in. As long as everybody's agreeing. Mm -hmm. But this back then, you know was was it was a was a big deal you know that's what i'm taboo. saying but you know we all i mean we know there's always been gay people they just couldn't say it um and so also throughout his youth he developed an enjoyment of how do you pronounce that word
1: Eurolagnia.
0: Eurolagnia. <laughs> uh for lay people like me that's piss drinking <laughs> That's enjoying. I'm
1: glad you put that little bit of southern twang on drinking. <laughs>
0: that is, that is, that is, that is drinking the urine. Uh, <laughs> he also enjoyed coprophagia, which mm-hmm. is shit eating. Mm-hmm. So he literally had a shit eating grin. <laughs> <Stop>. Un- <laughs> until he until he would gargle with piss and get it loose. Uh, and uh, randomly would just hang out in public baths, which was a thing back then. I, I d- did, I don't know what all that entails. I know like bath houses where like mafia people go, but <laughs> they're not public. You have to be members. So I don't know what a public bath is. If you know what a public bath is, feel free to let me know. Uh, but he just went there to watch boys undress. Maybe it
1: has something to do with like, um, you know, having uh, was this plumbing in houses and stuff in larger cities. Maybe it was easier just to funnel into a bathhouse and be like, y'all just fight it out.
0: Yeah, uh, that. I mean, like, well, that's the thing. They're just like, we have public baths where you're going to undress in front of each other, but don't you get an erection around that other dick, mister. <laughs> you know, or you're going to hell. Uh, all right, Joe. So so there's the youth. In 1890, Albert gets to New York City. He's going to follow his dreams of being Bing. a second generation riverboat, captain, fertilizer, salesman, kid. <laughs> Tell them a little bit about Albert in New York.
1: Oh, well, he became a prostitute.
0: <laughs> That's a good way to get fucked. If um, you're just needing to get fucked. Yeah. I've tried it. Nobody responded. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Nobody. Not even dudes. <laughs> like that was so much. It's like, I'll pay you five bucks to take this fucking ad down. <laughs> and I did. And I spent that five dollars on a cheeseburger. I cried into. <laughs> but yeah, he become a prostitute.
1: Yeah, yeah so he becomes a prostitute and begins raping young boys. Now, eight years later, his mother decides to arrange a marriage with Anna Mary Hoffman, who is nineteen years old. So wait,
0: this is eighteen ninety eight. He was born in seventy, so he's twenty eight. Yeah, he's twenty eight. at This point, she's nineteen. She's like, look, Ellen knows. <laughs> Wait, look. You're 19. My boy's 28. I know he's a little young, but if you if, if you have never had the walls beat out of that thing by someone double your fucking age, trust me, honey, you need it. He's not. He's he's not a riverboat captain. I know he's failed, but doesn't, doesn't smell like fertilizer either. Yeah, and his breath smells kind of shitty. Pun intended. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so she was nineteen years old uh, at the time. So yeah, she's nine, ten years younger than Albert. They had six kids. Six
1: fucking kids. I'm Which, sorry, but after two, you're just you're just mass producing them at that point. Well, you're outnumbered. Did we
0: ever find out if he was Catholic or Mormon? He definitely wasn't Mormon. <laughs> probably Catholic. Ca- probably <laughs> Catholic. And uh, his six kids were Albert. Uh, I'm not going to say Albert Jr. because Albert's not his fucking name. He changed it. My name's John. That'd be like, hey, uh, you know, my my name's John. Call me Lenny for short. That's fucking, no, he just did it. I know he had had good intentions, but fuck this dude. Albert, Anna, Gertrude, one of the greatest old school fucking names. You know, people called her Gertie. (laughs) Uh, Eugene, John, and Henry. Uh, Around the time of his marriage, he was working as a house painter uh, and was, you know, Doing his nighttime things, uh, which was, you know, painting inside of other men, other men painting inside of him, you know, art. <laughs> um, and he he was still molesting. So I don't, I can't tell if our, from our notes. he was. His, was he still molesting mostly boys, or were they the boys mostly under the age of six?
1: Either way, it's Most, fucked. Yeah, I was about to say mostly boys, from so, how I understood. So
0: he's doing this while painting houses and fucking yeah. rearing kids and shit like that. He's still doing this. Yeah. Um, and also around this time, and again, you gotta remember this is we're we're still we're still like right at the cusp of the 1900s. There's not a lot of exact dates on this shit, or even sometimes exact years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but around this time, uh, he had a gay lover of his take him to a waxworks museum, which was probably fucking mind-blowingly awesome back then. Um, and saw a bisection of a penis to the medical person on this. What is a bisection? That means
1: a cut down the midline where it splits it into left and right hemispheres. So they just pretty much just chopped it down the center, um, long ways
0: so now this was a wax work so was it probably a wax model or would they have uh, could they have potentially had this in like formaldehyde and just on displayed like i
1: mean it's a i mean it's a wax museum i would assume they wouldn't have been able to put that kind of thing in a jar on display in that era but a wax pu- it makes more sense oh it's fake
0: public baths are okay a dead man's penis displayed for science wrong, wrong. horrible um and, and so when he saw this, it, it, it started to trigger an obsession with sexual mutilation. Everybody now, you you know what those words mean. You don't like hearing them together. I don't either, but Albert sure did. Uh, and then we're you know we're a few more years out from this point. Uh, again, he got he got he got married in 1898. Six kids. It doesn't really tell like you know how you know how long this was going on. So they, he could have still been fathering kids at this point. 1903, he's arrested and convicted and incarcerated for grand larceny, possibly some embezzlement going on there with a uh, an employer or something like that. Sent to Sing Sing, which is his first, first rodeo, his <laughs> first time in Sing Sing, and he will not will not be his last time. Uh, once he serves some time, gets out, starts working in Wilmington, Delaware, in 1910.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, This is where he actually met 19 year old Thomas Kedden.
0: He's the heir to the Ked's fortune. You know, those nurses' shoes.
1: Yeah, so they began like this sadomasochistic relationship. Um, I think it went on for like roughly about 10 days. Yeah, it was a fling, basically. Yeah, just raw dogging it for 10 days. Because
0: everybody knows, Wilmington, Delaware is for (laughs) lovers. (laughs) I can't think of a better place to fucking set a Nicholas Sparks novel. Or a fucking gay row for 10 days in an old farmhouse in Wilmington, Delaware.
1: <laughs> so um, Fish implied that Kedden was actually intellectually disabled. So he was a little slow. Right? I don't, is that the correct terminology?
0: Anymore? I don't know. You can't say oh, the R shit. word. I will say the R word. It, he was mentally retarded apparently, but we don't know what his affliction was. Yeah. It just says literally intellectually, intellectually disabled. disabled. So, I mean, you know, whatever. We, obviously, we're, you know, we don't know that stuff, but that's. At the t- when, when, once fish is talking about all this shit, he's telling everybody that I would say he's intellectually disabled because he followed Albert fish to a fucking farmhouse <laughs> in Wilmington, Delaware. If you came to me, Joe was like, Hey, what do you think about 10 days of fucking up in Wilmington, Delaware? I'd be worried because I'd be like, well, Hello? why fucking Wilmington, Delaware? Are there people there?
1: Well, anyways, after 10 days. Um, Fish took him to an old farmhouse, and this is where the torture began. Um, from that 10-day point, and for two solid fucking weeks, y'all, he was tortured. Uh, Fish cut off half of Keaton's penis, and he was quoted, I'll shall never forget his scream or the look he gave me.
0: I would fucking imagine so. Yeah. my fucking
1: dicks cut I, off.
0: I've 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 felt pain. You know what I'm saying? I've, we've all felt pain. I've I've screamed. I've screamed, I've cried. I'm not afraid to admit that. Fuck you, I'll fight you right now. Not Joe, but any of you other motherfuckers out there, including the women, because again, I'm an equalist, as I said earlier, which was correct English. Um, But, I would imagine that I would have a very distinctive scream should someone sever my penis. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like,
1: high-pitched fucking thing your body could even create i don't even i can not I'm,
0: imagine i won't even go the comedic route with that it could be a bear growl yeah i don't know what's gonna happen i don't want to know but i guarantee you if you had recordings of my screams you'd be like oh that's when john stummed his fucking pinky toe <laughs> on the fucking table Ah, oh, that sounds like john getting his fucking dick cut off that's what that <laughs> sounds like <laughs> so so I love that he's like oh I will I'll never forget that and you and you know he fucking loved it you yeah. know he lo- he oh, yeah. it in his mind oh yeah
1: he got fucking hard as a rock on that shit all right so anyways um fish actually planned to cut Keaton up and take him home but his only thing was is that he was worried about the hot weather and if it would draw attention
0: mostly I gotta think smells yeah insects and stuff like that. I I don't know how...
1: Decomposition. Right. Who
0: knows? I I don't know how long it would take to get from Wilmington, Delaware back to New York where I'm assuming he he was still living at this point.
1: Um, I'm thinking train or a bus possibly. But the thing is is like AC is not a big common thing at that point in time. So yeah, that shit's going to
0: stink. Which means everybody stinks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that's a distinct smell. Decomposition is a very distinct smell.
0: Sir, your bag's Fucking gross and leaking. It's like garbage. Could you and yeah, yeah. It
1: smells sweet. What the fuck is? It smells
0: there? like a cut dicks in that bag, dude. What's <laughs> in that?
1: So, but um, instead, he ended up pouring peroxide over the room uh, wound, wrapped it in a Vaseline, covered hanky, left a ten fucking dollar bill.
0: That might have been a lot of money back then. I don't, I don't no shit. know. Shit,
1: I have mutilated your general genitals. It's, Here's yeah. some money. It's not
0: cut off penis money. Yeah, but I feel like you know, it's not fourteen days torturing. But, but, you know.
1: <laughs> but he kisses Keaton goodbye and leaves. And quoting Albert Fish, I took the first train to get back home, never heard what, heard what became of him, or ever tried to find out. Like, just so nonchalantly. So,
0: 1917. Um, I guess that at this point, Anna Mary Hoffman, Anna Mary Hoffman Fish, she she's gotten she's gotten tired of Albert disappearing for months at a time to Wilmington, Delaware, coming back smiling like cut dicks. <laughs> you know, wanting to fucking ladle scoop the toilet after she's used it. Oh God. He did it, not me. I
1: know, but it's a horrible fucking visual.
0: Well, at least you know what? She got fed up though. She left with a man, John Straub, Strobe something. He was a handyman that was living with them. Yeah. Which I'm sorry. I would imagine if you if you've seen a picture of fish, fish, fish was always he always looked fucking malnourished.
1: Yeah, gaunty almost. You know, a
0: a steady diet of you know piss, shit, and severed dicks. (laughs) Not a lot of protein there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know he definitely could have used a fucking Centrum Silver or something to balance out those vitamins. So, but I mean, we're talking about a, a 19 a 19 teens. This is after the fucking Great Depression and shit. Handyman, you know this motherfucker. Was probably built like the rock and had a gut like me, because that's the way they built him back then. He had muscles and a fucking gut. gut. <laughs> um, but she left with him
1: mm-hmm.
0: and left fish as a single parent of six. I wouldn't want this motherfucker responsible for six goldfish by himself. No, I, she just left. Yep. And you can't tell me that she didn't. She didn't. She didn't get like a fucking vibe off this dude, right? I. I. There's no telling the
1: kind of shit he probably tried asking her to do for him at that point.
0: Could you possibly maybe maybe grow a, a penis that I could cut off?
1: Or on my mouth and shit directly down my throat.
0: You know for a fact he asked that. You know it. There's no there's not a single chance in hell. I don't even I don't need anybody who I don't you bring me an Albert Fish expert that tells me he did not ask to drink directly from the tap yeah. of his wife, and I will stomp that dude. He's a liar. Yeah. That, that, that is the least he asked of this woman.
1: Yeah, I mean, and depending on the reaction, it may have only been one instance of a, like, a really fucked up request that the entire time the gears are going like, yeah. what the fuck did I'd, I marry? I'd,
0: I'd really like to lay on my back and, and have you shit directly in my mouth. And she like gives him a look, and he's like, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got some shit to do in Delaware. Like. <laughs> Uh, be
1: back in a
0: month. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Um so per him, now this is fucked up. Th- yeah. This part this part's fucked up. I'm I'm not I'll say it right now. Bitch, you did the right thing leaving. Girl, yeah. good. But per fish, and again this is per fish, so you take it with a grain of fucking severed penis. Uh said she took nearly every possession the family owned. Yes. Um
1: this includes the fucking mattresses that these kids were supposed to sleep on. And that's a screwed up thing. It's like not just the possessions. She left the kids, then took their shit, and was like, peace. Like
0: Could you just see them like 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 peeling out of the fucking driveway and like his old shitty handyman truck? And there's just Six, mattresses. six piss stained fucking kid <laughs> mattresses on the back. And they're just like the I would be like I guess they're going mattress shopping, but then you never see the truck come back and you're like, I don't know where they went with those or fucking John, mattresses.
1: John tucks her out of it. Like we'll move the mattresses first and we'll come back for the kids later. It was just like,
0: I want to think that they made a sweet mattress for it <laughs> and Albert would never do that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it raked. Yeah. It raked. Um, so around this time, fish started to begin having, uh, auditory hallucinations. Now that's, that's hearing, hearing, right? He's hearing shit just like his mom, Ellen. Yep. Um, and this is when he really started to indulge in the self-harm, and nobody's going to explain it with more glee than Joe. So you <laughs> you talk about all the fucked up shit this dude did to himself.
1: Okay, so this. Oh, God. He started embedding needles into his groin and abdomen. <laughs> yeah. So, and if you ever pull up the x-rays, it is rough to look at.
0: Dude, so I think in the x-rays... They, they said roughly, this is, I, I guess, around the time and he got...
1: Yeah, it was around the time he got arrested, and investigators did not believe him. They took him to the hospital to have these x-rays done because they did not believe him because he <laughs> th- had This said dude ab-
0: won't sit still. No, like, no, it was
1: some absurd number he gave him. and I have to find the quote, but it was some absurd number. He's like, oh, I have a ho- over 100 needles but they, in bed. But me.
0: they found on the x-ray, the x-ray, now, I mean, again, take this. This is the shitty 1900, early 1900s x-ray, yeah. but on there, they, they found like 20-something. Yeah. Which, and I mean, and I promise you, they were varying lengths and sizes and they That's weren't poking into him. These fucking things were inside of him. Of there was no way to pull them out. Nope. They were in there. They were, they were a part of him.
1: Yes, very much so. Um, so I think I lost my place.
0: Uh, groin the needles. We should have highlighted that part on the notes. That was, that'd have been a good part. I know. Uh, well, I'm there. He started hitting himself with a nail studded paddle, which I have friends that enjoy that. <laughs> I don't participate in that with them, but you know, w- w- whatever that one, that one is honestly the, the least of it.
1: Yeah. So he would also, <laughs> this answer. one is
0: so <laughs> uh, a, like the needle thing, fucking gross. This one fucking gross, but this is I'd like love to know
1: trash. Fucking acupuncture, but with a twist. <laughs> I think
0: this, that's what I he just saw. Ha, I just don't fucking, I want to know, like, did he come up with this? Did the voice tell him this? Did he see Randall doing this to Ellen back in the day? Because <laughs> Randall was old school and that's how they fucking threw down on the riverboats. I don't know,
1: but he would insert lighter fluid soaked wool into his anus, his asshole. That's
0: the butthole, kids. <laughs> for, any, for any of you uneducated up. fucks like me, the, the anus, <laughs> yeah, that's the B-hole.
1: Yeah, and he would set his asshole ablaze.
0: Light it up, 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 (laughs) light it up. I'm on
1: fire. Now, this wasn't the end of it. It wasn't always completely self-inflicted. Sometimes he liked to recruit a little bit of help. Um, He encouraged his kids and their friends to also hit him with that nail-studded paddle.
0: Do you think they did? Yeah. The kid said they did, right? Yeah,
1: that there was testimony of it. How
0: and persuasive it was-, was it? If I went right now and woke up our kid and was like, Hey, come in here real quick and smack me in the ass, this nail set a paddle, he would say words I haven't heard him say and then he'd go back <laughs> to fucking bed. <laughs> I raised a gentleman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this guy, like, they would
1: make it into games. So, um, like, I didn't say this in the beginning, but I actually this is actually one of my first um, research papers when I Who was in college. Who can
0: hit daddy the hardest? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he would, it would be like true and false questions, how many fingers you're holding up, kind of questions, and he'd purposely get them wrong so that they would hit him. So it it's was like this- the world's
0: most fucked up birthday magician.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's a way of seeing it.
0: I bet that's what he was just like. Oh it's, 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 Everyone's gonna get cake.
1: Um. So this is a right around also the time he um started developing an obsession with cannibalism.
0: As if this motherfucker needed another obsession.
1: Yeah, I know, right? He's just compounding and compounding. It's like I don't know. Uh.
0: Yeah. So he would when when he would prepare meals, it would be just fucking raw meat. Just given and he would serve it to the kids too, and of course, I mean, we're we're talking what this is like. What we say, nineteen seventeen. Food's tough to come by. Ew. You know these motherfuckers are eating it too, and, and it wasn't
1: the cleanest conditions back then either.
0: Right. So so this goes on for a couple of years. I mean, it continued going on. But the next the next big event, uh, fish nineteen nineteen, roughly thereabouts, uh, stabbed again. It said this is the way it is. An intellectually disabled boy in Georgetown, Washington D.C. And, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say shit. Now, you're going to hear a lot of fucked up shit on here. I'm just, I'm not very PC. If, if that's how you want to live your life, whatever. I Fuck you. I, it's whatever. But I, I genuinely, when I'm when when I when I'm offensive, I try to do it in a funny manner. Everybody lighting the fuck up. Either everything's sacred or nothing's sacred, and I don't think anything's sacred. But when I say this, this is directly, this is what Fish said. He stated that he he would choose the disabled and retards because he assumed nobody would miss them. Um, he would also, uh, he would also target like, uh, like black kids, Mm -hmm. things of that nature. So the, 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 the minorities, yeah, yeah, the minorities minorities of society, because he would assume nobody would miss them. Um, and he would also have, uh, kids recruit other kids for him. I'm sure they didn't know what fucking for, you know, or, or maybe they did, but certainly not. They were going to fucking die, you know, and shit like that. But, uh, when they would bring him, he would torture, mutilate these kids using his quote implements of hell, which were what?
1: A meat cleaver, a butcher knife, and a small handsaw.
0: Right, and he does not strike me as the kind of dude who was sharpening these things. Yeah, or cleaning them properly. Yeah. He was using all the lighter fluid in his butthole <laughs> and all the peroxide in Wilmington, Delaware, <laughs> when he was cutting dicks. And so, there's a thing like yeah.
1: I, using these implements. I don't they say just torture and mutilate these kids had to have died from this shit. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And at the street kids recruiting other street kids, like they're not going to be missed either. That's
0: the thing. You even have Uh that, you even have that stuff. I mean, there was stuff like that going, I'm sure it goes on now, but it was going on back in the day where someone would be like, Oh, I'm a photographer take modeling pictures. I mean, these kids are on the fucking street. Even back in the seventies. If someone's like, Hey, come here. I'm just going to take a couple pictures of you with your shirt off for five bucks. They were fucking doing it. Yeah. Never see those kids again. Yeah. Those kids fucking died. Yeah. Um, now we're running up to the, the big three because, these are the big three because these are the only ones that they could actually link fish to. They fucking knew it without everything was good. Everything else. Cause fish said at, like almost a hundred or more than a hundred that he killed. People don't know if he cannibalized all of them, raped all of them. Was it a hundred total, including rape and murder or all that other stuff? Because again, this is a crazy man fucking saying this, but we're getting to the, to his three that, is why we fucking know about Albert Fish and why he was fried and fucking sing-sing.
1: So, July 11th, uh, 1924, Fish finds Beatrice Keel alone on her parents' farm in Staten Island, New York. Um, he actually tried to bribe her with money to look for rhubarb. That's such
0: an old fucking dude thing. <laughs>
1: you want to go look for some rhubarb?
0: I, I'll give you fucking five cents and a Werther's, you know? <laughs> 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 you could...
1: Um, they were actually about to leave, but luckily at this point in time, her mother chased him away.
0: So the mom comes out of the house while he's, he's trying to find, you know, I'm just trying to get help rhubarb picking.
1: Yeah.
0: And she, so she runs him off. Okay.
1: So, Fish comes back and then tries to sleep in their barn. And that's when her, her father, Arthur, found him and chased him out. So, like, this is like the He's cat. He's over 2. I know. I like the cat that keeps on coming back for scraps. Like, it's fucked. So, um, so, three days later, Fish killed Francis McDonald in Staten Island, son of a Staten Island P.O.
0: So, all right. So, okay. Now, so this, basically what happened is... It was a son of a police officer. Yes. Uh, I can't remember if he was former or was current at the time. So yeah. So fish is trying to kill Beatrice Mm -hmm. does not have success. Yep. So then finds somebody else on Staten Island. Uh, that was the 11th when, when Beatrice, when he was trying to get Beatrice and then on the 14th, -hmm. um, was when he killed Francis McDonald, um, roughly eight or nine years old per the reports. We couldn't, uh,
1: a, we couldn't find a specific age. Right.
0: Um, and he was reported missing by his parents. Um, after the search and everything like that, they found him hung from a tree near his house. Uh, he had been sexually assaulted and and was actually like hung and strangled by his suspenders. Uh, the autopsy report uh, was that he had suffered extensive lacerations to his legs and abdomen, so he's cutting them. He's got the implements of hell out there. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, fuck, that his, that the boy's left hamstring was nearly stripped of all of its flesh. So, I, I, I mean, at this point, you got to wonder, did, 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 w- did Albert take something with him to, to cannibalize later? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, several of Francis's friends and his mother stated that they had seen an elderly man in the area with, with a, a gray mustache, gray hair. This is where the nickname of the gray man comes from. This is where he earns that. Um, and fish, I swear to God, like every time they have a quote from him, it gets it's worse. fucking terrible. Yeah. Like everything, literally everything you would assume is not as bad as what fucking fish said. Um, fish said that he intended to castrate him. Because we all know that I don't know if he had peroxide on him. <laughs> I don't know if he had a Vaseline hanky. Or Ten dollars. He wasn't in Wilmington, so apparently location wasn't an issue for for for. And I know, I know, but you know, uh, but 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 he heard someone and just just finished up and, and fled. Um, the reason that took them a minute to 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 link him to this was the coroner. Again, we're dealing with the 1920s here. Yeah. It, it is what it is concluded that the killer had to have been someone in the prime of their life, not an elderly person. Fish was 54 at this time. And I promise you find the youngest picture of fish. The prime of his life was when he was cooking inside of his fucking mother. <laughs> this dude never looked in his prime. He always looked awful. Like and just, real. just, yeah. Like yeah. a wind would kill him. Yeah. Uh, and at that time he was suffering from psychosis and, uh, said that he was commanded by God to sexually mutilate children. Now, I'm not a religious person. If you are, I love you. That sounds like Old Testament God. <laughs> but I don't believe that he was actually talking to Fish. Yeah, no. Fish claimed it was. So so, so that's what happened. You know, that's in 1924. That That's Francis McDonald. That's the first of the big three.
1: Yep. So February eleventh, nineteen twenty seven, is where he crosses paths with Billy Gaffney. Um, what started out as a bunch of kids playing in a hallway—it was a three-year-old Billy Beaton. Yeah, there's tw- two Billys in there. Yes, yes. So I'm gonna try to say Beaton. Right. <laughs> Billy B. <laughs> and twelve-year-old bro and his twelve-year-old brother were playing in an apartment hallway in Brooklyn. With four-year-old Billy Gaffney, so you got Gaffney and I just,
0: Eaton. I just love this is so indicative of the times.
1: Three, four, and twelve. Right, all and, playing and, together.
0: And like, like, just like can you see, like go out in the hallway and play. Yeah, like <laughs> fucking hell. Like the, no helicopter moms no, back then. <laughs> God no no mom was in there passed out sleeping with handymen. Yeah, no, and I think it's great too. Like twelve-year-olds like peace out. You yeah, know, he and, left. Yeah. He left. He's like, look, he's four. He's three. They're You're fine. Good. This is Brooklyn. We're yeah, fine. Yeah, Everything's yeah. <laughs> all good.
1: So he leaves. He goes into his apartment. And then both of the younger boys disappear. So Beaton was found, Billy Beaton, was found later on the roof. Interesting place, right?
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I guess, I mean, or, I'm sure it was a flat roof. Like, I, when I first read this, I was like, was he, like, fucking, like, hanging on for dear life? And someone just, <laughs> help! You know, and they're just... <laughs> It's like, holy shit, there's a fucking kid on that roof. No, but I'm just saying in this apartment,
1: you can actually access the roof. The parents still found it, you know, safe enough to leave a three or four year old out in a hallway.
0: Roofs are God's hallways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So um so later, Beaton was found. <coughs> Uh, later on, beaten. If you heard that, that was
0: Joe coughing. We can't. We, we we'll know when we play it back. But you definitely heard a chair squeak and maybe a call. That was Joe coughing. We're fine now. She's fine. Continue <laughs> okay. about Billy Beaton on the roof.
1: Okay. Um. When he was actually asked what happened to Gaffney, he said the boogeyman there's, took him. There's
0: another nickname. Yes. Which is scary as fuck. Because Beaton, Beaton was three.
1: Yeah.
0: Gaffney, the the kid who got killed was
1: four. Beaton's three. So he's seeing this guy kind of just lurch in. Which this is probably, I would imagine Lurchian. that's the
0: only way that Fish fucking did anything was fucking a steady lurch. <laughs> looks so sick. I mean, he looks kind of like the boogeyman.
1: Yeah, he really does. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but he does detail this in part of his confession.
0: Right. So, 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 yeah, there's two very infamous letters mm-hmm. for Albert Fish. Uh, one's the one that most everyone who knows about him knows about. That'll come up in a second uh, in, re- in reference to, uh, I don't even want to spoil it yet. Okay. But he did, about this one, he he wrote a letter to his attorney, kind of in a confession to his attorney after everything, about exactly what kind of went down with the whole Gaffney thing. And I'm, I'm going to read it really quickly for you. Uh, Perfish's letter. I brought him to the Riker Avenue dumps. There is a house that stands alone, not far from where I took him. I took the boy there, stripped him naked and tied his hands and feet and gagged him with a piece of dirty rag I picked out of the dump. Then I burned his clothes, threw his shoes in the dump. Then I walked back and took the trolley to 59th Street at 2 a.m. and walked from there to home. Next day about 2 p.m., I took tools, a good heavy cat-of-nine-tails, homemade, short-handle. Cut one of my belts in half, slit these halves in six strips, about eight inches long. I whipped his bear behind till the blood ran from his legs. I cut off his ears, nose, slit his mouth from ear to ear, gouged out his eyes. He was dead then. Thank fucking Christ. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Again, remember, and I, this, this is, is fucked. Four this year is a four-year-old kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is a four-year-old f- Jesus. All right, here we go. Uh, he was dead then. I stuck the knife in his belly and held my mouth to his body and drank his blood. I picked up four old potato sacks and gathered a pile of stones. Then I cut him up. And apparently he's doing all this at the Rikers dump. Yeah. So, you know. Ugh. um, Let's see. I cut him through the middle of his body, just below the belly button, then through his legs about two inches below his behind. For some reason, behind is such an innocent word, but he uses that a good bit, and it's so fucking creepy yeah. you knowing it came from him. Yeah, like, ugh, like I, that's the dirtiest word I've read in this letter so far. It gave and me yeah. the, the biggest fucking goosebumps. Um, I put this in my grip with a lot of paper. I cut off the head, feet, arms, hands, and the legs below the knee. This I put in sacks weighed with stones. Tied the ends and threw them into the pools of slimy water. You will see all along the road going to North Beach. I came home with my meat. I had the front of his body I liked best.
1: <sighs> what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Uh, and Again, I'm reading. This is, this is verbatim what he said. and uh, um, That I liked best. His monkey and peewees. I'm going to uh, cock and balls, I'm guessing and a nice little fat behind to roast in the oven and eat. I made a stew out of his ears, nose, pieces of his face, and belly. I put onions, carrots, turnips, celery, salt, and pepper. It was good. Then I split the cheeks of his behind open, cut off his monkey and peewees, and washed them first. I put strips of bacon on each cheek of his behind and put them in the oven. Then I picked four onions, and when the meat had roasted about a quarter of an hour, I poured about a pint of water over it for gravy and put in the onions. At frequent intervals, I basted his behind with a wooden spoon so the meat would be nice and juicy. In about two hours, it was nice and brown, cooked through. I never ate any roast turkey that tasted half as good as his sweet, fat little behind did. I ate every bit of the meat in about four days. His little monkey was a s was a was as sweet as a nut, but his peewees I could not chew. Threw them in the toilet.
1: And it yeah, again, it's that innocent language of a child, but as a grown man who's into the things he is, uses that those term that terminology, it makes you wonder how much head trauma he actually had. Like yeah, or
0: it, or if he was just a sick fucking like and like liked referring to it like that
1: it could be that too. Cause I mean, there's some regression, like any anytime that your victim is like a tremendous amount of, um, you know, like a big distance in age, they usually associate that with the age of your trauma.
0: So yeah, I'm sure that, that, that hurts to read. I'm sure it, I couldn't imagine being the lawyer for this guy. Cause you know, you you, you want to do your job, but you know, for a fact, he's fucking guilty. And, and, and then on top of it, he's like, Hey, let me, let me give you some details. Like Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. So now it's May 25th, 1928. And we're now going to talk about grace. But this
0: is, this is his most infamous one. Mm -hmm. Obviously this is the one who anybody who knows, they know, they know about this one. Uh, It's also the final of the three. To be fair, I, I, we don't know if he killed anybody after this. He may have, you know, we don't know how many before or after these three. Again, these are just the ones we know. The rest of it is, is confessions of clearly a, a fucking crazy dude. Uh but yeah, so Grace Budd. Yeah.
1: So Fish ran a classified ad and the at the time the New York World. Um, he posed as Edward Bud looking for work in the country.
0: No, no, no. So 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 Fish ran the ad. Edward Bud reached out in response to it. Because he was saying if it was something along the lines of like he was pretending he had a farm and some shit. And he was looking for workers, and Edward Bud was like the older brother of Grace. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So,
1: and then on May twenty eighth, nineteen twenty eight, Fish visits the family in Manhattan under the guise to hire Edward. Right. Um. So Fish planned to tie, mutilate, and leave him to bleed to death. I'm
0: glad he went there with a plan. Yeah. So you you don't want to go fucking around Manhattan without a a, without a plan. Yeah. So he's he's ready. He's ready to get get it going.
1: Personality.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's clear. A for Albert.
1: <laughs> okay, so there we go. There's the name. So, quote, unquote, was Frank Howard, farmer from Farmingdale, New York. Um, he promised to hire Edward and his friend Willie and would send for them in a few days. He ended up failing to show up, but then sent a telegram to set up a later date.
0: So, he's going to so, – so, these boys are going to come work for him. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is the way it's, – it's so weird to hear it now. You know what I'm saying? But, like, there's this random guy. I need workers. Hey, I'll come work for you. Cool. I'm gonna come to your house and see you, and then then I'll send for you, and you guys are just gonna come to my fucking farm in Farmingdale, which is I wonder if there's a lot of farms in Farmingdale.
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs> like I'm I'm you know, yeah. So so yeah, so he he doesn't show up on time but sends a telegram, so everything seems legit. Yep,
1: to set it up for later. Um, Fish did return and then he met Edward's younger sister, Grace.
0: Grace Bud. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he ended up convincing her parents, Delia and Albert to let her attend his niece's birthday party. Yeah.
0: So he just so happened to have a niece in the area, a a, a total lie. And Mm. again, this is, this is the kind of thing. I mean, you, you almost want to sit here and be like, what fucking shit parents, but that's the way shit was. Yeah. You didn't have all, you didn't have an Albert fish before you had an Albert fish. You didn't think this shit was going to happen. So they let her go. With this dude who looks like fucking death on feet, and but oh, he's gonna to take Grace to a party, and he's gonna take Edward and Willie to his farm.
1: Well, they also too. I mean, even if they were even the least bit uncomfortable, you gotta think about the predicament they're in. They have their son who's gonna be go working for this guy. This is gonna be his, you know, soon to be boss. We don't want to disrespect him. Uh, we don't want to piss him off. He's about to give our kid a job. So okay, Grace can. Go. I would have. T-
0: I would have taken him out back and whooped his old fucking ass like that. <laughs> what a fucking creepo. Yeah. So Grace goes
1: and is never seen again.
0: Never seen again. So, or after this, this is again. We don't know what Fish did after this. Now there, yeah. there's. We're gonna find out about Grace. We're we're getting to that. Yeah. But we don't know what Fish was doing because, again, this was in 1928. Mm -hmm. So then the the next little bit of news about it is 1930, 66-year-old superintendent Charles Edward Pope was arrested in Grace's disappearance. They didn't find a body. It's Mm -hmm. still just – she's just missing.
1: No, it's by accusation.
0: Right, but 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 Charles Edward Pope is accused by his estranged wife. So – that's fucked. I, I say that as some sick fucking. I, thing to woman do. fucking scorn <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure, right. bro. Like that is woo. Uh, he spends 108 days in jail until his hearing. Uh, and then December 22nd of the same year, he's found not guilty. Obviously, he didn't no fucking evidence, do it. Yeah. yeah, but but fuck his wife if you're listening. And I don't think you are because you're probably dead and burning in hell, which I don't believe in, but I hope exists for you. You C word. <laughs> what a fucking shit thing to do! Just because you fucking mad at your fucking ex—that's
1: ex. that, yeah, I was say that's even worse than like taking the house and I don't know—you
0: <laughs> could have had six mattresses
1: <laughs> stained and <in> piss
0: <laughs> and a handyman's truck, but you decided nah yeah, fuck him. Damn, I'm, I'm, a gonna, I'm jail. gonna call the cops and be like, yo, you know that little girl that's missing? Everybody's freaking out about my dude. My dude did that. Um, so so then. Uh, that's, that's September of 1930. So again, grace disappeared in 28, two years later, they think they got the guy. Turns out his, his wife was an asshole and they don't. November, 1934. This is, this is, this is, uh, Albert Fish's Fucking, this is his, his opus, his, his, this is the big thing for fish apart from, you know, pins in his, Pelvis area. This is his big thing. Mrs. Budd received a letter. She was illiterate, so she had her son read it to her. Maybe that was Edward. I, I don't know how many kids they had. Um,
1: and You guys are about to hear how fucked up it had to have been for this little boy to read this letter to his own mother.
0: Right, and, and it's about his sister, who's yeah. been missing at this point. This is 34, so six, six years. years. Yeah. Six years, and you know the whole time they're sitting there, I mean... Maybe, maybe she'll come back. I mean, that's the whole thing we hear about all the time when yeah, people no are missing. Yeah, they hope. they always hold out hope. And then eventually, they even get to a point where, like, I would just, I just want, them, even at this point, to find a body so I have the closure. Yeah. Because until they do, you don't fucking know. No.
1: Um, and with him, me like, yeah, he's eating half the bodies. You know what I mean? They're not going to get that closure.
0: Right. So, this is Albert Fish's letter to Miss Bud. Now, there may be some spelling errors, stuff like that. I'm going to, I'm going to read it. Um, it's a, it's a little, it's, it's definitely intense, but, but here we go. This is, this is it. Uh, my dear miss bud in 1894, a friend of mine shipped as a deck on the steamer Tacoma, captain John Davis. They sailed from San Francisco for Hong Kong, China on arriving there. He and two others went ashore and got drunk. When they returned, the boat was gone. At that time there was famine in China. Meat of any kind was from a dollar to three dollars a pound, which again, you know, this 1894, that is fucking expensive. That's like, what's that? What is that? That Wagyu beef shit? Like, you know, what I'm saying that's some fucking Kobe prices right there. Uh, so great was the suffering among the very poor that all children under twelve were sold for food in order to keep others from starving. A boy or girl under fourteen was not safe in the street. You could go in any shop and ask for steak, chops, or stew meat. Part of the naked body of a boy or girl would be brought out and just what you wanted cut from it. A boy or girl's behind, which is the sweetest part of the body, and sold as veal cutlet brought the highest price. John said, or stayed there so long he acquired a taste for human flesh. On his return to New York, he stole two boys, one seven, one eleven, took them to his home, stripped them naked, tied them in a closet, then burned everything they had on. Several times every day and night, he spanked them, tortured them to make their meat good and tender. Blah. First, he killed the 11 year old boy because he had the fattest ass and, of course, the most meat on it. Now, he says that as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um every part of his body was cooked and eaten except the head, bones and guts. He was roasted in the oven, all of his ass, boiled, broiled, fried and stewed. Now remember, this is direct this is a letter he wrote to Grace Budds mother, delivered they it, she's reading it, she's not reading it, she's illiterate. Her son's reading this. This is his pref his preface. Yes. <sighs> He was roasted in the oven, all of his ass, boiled, broiled, fried, and stewed. The little boy was next, went the same way. At that time, I was living at 409 East 100th Street, near right side. He told me so often how good human flesh was, I made up my mind to taste it. On Sunday, June the 3rd, 1928, I called on you at 406 West 15th Street, brought you pot cheese, strawberries. I don't know what pot cheese is. Could be Sick. cannabis cheese. I don't know if they had that. <laughs>
1: Still sounds just
0: kinda, a, good. It's <laughs> probably just fucking a, oh, God. Could you imagine the kind of cheese he would want? Yeah. Dick cheese. <laughs> we had lunch. Grace sat in my lap and kissed me. I made up my mind to eat her. On the pretense of taking her to a party, you said yes, she could go. I took her to an empty house in Westchester I had already picked out. When we got there, I told her to remain outside. She picked wildflowers. I went upstairs and stripped all my clothes off. I knew if I did not, I would get her blood on them. When all was ready, I went to the window and called her. Then I hid in a closet until she was in the room. When she saw me all naked, she began to cry and tried to run down the stairs.
1: Could you imagine the terror of seeing that?
0: (sighs) You, dude, you, I can't imagine what all is going through her head. Right. I mean, you're a kid, so you still have this level of innocence. Now, I mean...
1: And me, I mean, you're... Up until this point, you've been excited about going to a party. Right. Uh, because of their distance, maybe where they're at. Maybe there's not a lot of other kids. Right. Or not a lot of other birthday parties. She's right. excited about yeah. this. You,
0: you, she has... You have no idea how often she's yeah. ever got to do this, if ever.
1: Yeah, and she just walks in, and this gaunt, half-dead, yeah, yeah. half-dead-looking motherfucker is standing in front of her naked.
0: Uh, I grabbed her and said she, and she said she would tell her mama. Now remember, this is the letter to her mother. Mm. First, I stripped her naked how she did kick, bite and scratch. I choked her to death, then cut her in small pieces so I could take my meat to my rooms, cook and eat it. How sweet and tender her little ass was roasted in the oven. It took me nine days to eat her entire body. And I, the the final lines here are so fucked up. But I, at the same time, if he's being honest, I guess take some solace in it. Yeah. I did not fuck her though. I could have had I wished she died a virgin. Yeah. Ugh, that's that's the letter this motherfucking this motherfucker sent to the mother of Grace Bud, his final confirmed victim. Now this 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 was november 34 no 1934 police couldn't confirm any about the thing about captain davis or the shit in hong kong or any of that but the stuff concerning grace seemed accurate in the kidnapping and subsequent events you know that they had kind of been able to investigate and figure out about it um so now we're, we're going to get to the best part of this whole fucking story joe yeah, let's let's captured. talk let's talk about yeah. tell me about albert fish getting Fucking finally caught.
1: Yes. So um, the letter that was sent to Miss Bud was actually an envelope with the emblems of NYPCBA, which stood for the New York Private Chauffeur's Benevolent Association. That sounds... Uh, fucking man, a hand, a, a mouthful. It sounds
0: like really cool, but also like really fucking sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like some eyes wide shut type shit. Like oh, yeah. like if I got that if I got that letter now I'd be like Mm-mm. No, <laughs> no 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 nope I ain't going there. Benevolent or not. Nay nay. Yeah.
1: Um. So a janitor at the company had told police he would taken some of the stationary home, but left it at his rooming house at 200 East 52nd Street when he moved out. Right.
0: That janitor was renting a room there. He mm-hmm. took some of the stationary home. He worked at the benevolent association. Shit. He took some some letterheads home for whatever fucking reason. Probably cause they didn't pay him enough. So he was like, "Fuck you! I'm taking shit." But he had a bunch of pins, <laughs> you know, a bunch of staplers,
1: quills. Maybe at this point, who knows? Know.
0: Yeah, fucking goose feathers and ink, <laughs> ink shit. Yeah. So, but he didn't live there anymore. No. And, mm-hmm. and and so yeah.
1: Um. So they had, or you know, the investigators show up. Uh, the landlady there said that Fish checked out of that very room a fa- few days earlier. Right. Um. Fish's son had sent him some money, and Fish asked the landlady to hold his next check for him.
0: Right, so so. Fish was in the room. The janitor said he left it that shit there, so he has access to it, and he's not there anymore. But the landlady says, "Yo, he's got money coming, mm-hmm. so he'll be back." Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, Chief Investigator William F. King waited for Fish to return. So, a few days later, Fish shows up. Chief Investigator.
0: Well, I, I guess he, well, yeah, so so when Fish Fish shows up, uh, you know, the, the investigator's there, I guess he, you know, starts being like, hey, you know, need you to come downtown, see? You know, I got <laughs> some questions for you. Eh? Uh, F- Fish agrees to go. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm going to go. And then, then, then like, uh, like he just fucking, like, I guess he had one of those, like, oral hallucination <laughs> shit, and God told him to fucking whip out a razor blade. Tried to fucking cut, and I'm telling you, like, William F. King, that's a hard name. <laughs> That dude, that dude, I bet he already had like a set of knuckle dusters in his fucking trench coat (laughs) jacket ready to rock this old motherfucker. Uh, King disarmed him. I'm sure he beat the shit out of him, probably Mm -hmm. kicked him a few times uh, and and took him down to the headquarters.
1: Um, So there, Fish never denied murdering Grace, but told them he wanted to murder Edward like how i didn't is kill that? I
0: didn't kill her but I wanted to kill him yeah. it's their fault
1: yeah I didn't kill their namesake <laughs> yeah yeah um so you end up telling police that raping grace and uh, y'all brace yourself um told police yeah. that raping grace never entered his mind what a
0: sweet guy
1: by but while kneeling on her he had two unintentional ejaculations <sighs> right uh, so so it wasn't the fact it was the fact of, of cutting her up or being dominant over her that caused him to bust a nut fucking twice.
0: I've ate good food. None of it has literally made me come. No. This, this dude, I mean, I, I know that's a tasteless joke, but what a fucking, like, I wasn't going to rape her. But that, but that right there shows you that, like, I mean, who knows, like, where this would have been going. And, th- and at the same time, he cut her up and fucking ate Damn. her. We have no fucking idea if he did rape her. Any of that shit. Again, you're you're talking to someone who thinks that God is telling him to do this shit at at some point. Like, you can't trust a fucking thing this dude says. No,
1: not at all. Um, But the cops ended up using this information in the trial as motivation so they didn't have to bring up the cannibalism.
0: Right. They did not want to fucking mention the cannibalism in the trial. I guess fucking New York in the 20s was not ready for that shit. Yeah. So, all right, this, so so he's arrested, uh, let's see here, so this is 1934, so he's arrested sometime between 34, the trial is March 11th, 1935 in White Plains, New York.
1: Yep, um, so prosecutor, Westchester County, Chief Assistant District Attorney, Al- or Albert F. Gallagher. That's a dope fucking old <laughs> name, Albert.
0: <laughs> Albert. <laughs> Albert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and defense attorney, James Dempsey. Uh, the trial only lasted 10 days. I'm surprised tr- any trial member could have gone through that or juror could have gone through that much.
0: I, well, well, I mean, I, that's the thing now is like, you know, now we have, we have recorded whether just, just audio or video. So, and, and a lot of pictures again, to the to, they didn't have pictures of any of this shit. The only thing they, they that you find pictures of is is needle riddled fucking groin From the X-ray, area. Yeah, and then you see him and he looks like fucking death on feet. Yeah. So again, there I mean, but still even back then I'm sure like just the 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 testimony itself had to be fucking yeah. shocking. How many women do you think fainted? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> with their white gloves on. I know,
1: right. No, and see what? See, I don't believe this shit. So, Fish pleaded insanity. Voices of God told him to do it. Now, th- this is where I think it's kind of screwy, and this is part of my report back
0: in the day. No, 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 no. Here, here yeah. we go. This okay. is this is your area right here. Okay. Shine, shine.
1: So he says that it was for sexual. You know, he enjoyed that God told him to sexually mutilate. You know, um, these children. Okay, so if that's the case, then what was your motivation for Grace Bud? Because Grace Bud supposedly had no sexual gratification out of it. It's not like he mutilated or tortured her beforehand. He choked her, chopped her up, and ate her. Well, that's where is, I is think that he was, bullshit. He was,
0: he was going there with the intention of, of doing all that to another boy.
1: Yes. But so- then he swaps out for a girl and completely changes his M.O. Because the other stuff was very sadistic. Hers was like quick and to the point. And that's where I think that the whole voices shit, was, it was always a play.
0: You always have to wonder that with anybody who says it because like it's almost one of those like you can be crazy and know you're crazy yeah you know and you can not be crazy and try to pretend to be crazy and plenty of people have gotten away with doing that shit and I mean he's been
1: incarcerated previously right so he may have even heard somebody try to use that defense
0: and again like you you go through the history of it like nobody here's denying Albert Fish was fucked up yeah it's just like, in what ways was he fucked up? Was yeah. was it was he uncontrollably fucked up? Yeah. Because there are people like that, and and I genuinely feel, and he certainly has a background that could lead to it. But that's a great point that you bring up about him switching his modus operandi. That's what Mo stands for. I know that motherfuckers. <laughs> that's the kind of education you will get on this STD pod, and that I should have said that sooner, and we didn't. But but go go ahead about the yeah. about the trial and stuff.
1: Okay. So. Um, a psychiatrist testifies of fish's, uh, fish's sexual fetishes.
0: Get on this list.
1: Yeah, so uh, sadism, masochism, flagellation, exhibitionism, voyeurism, picurism, cannibalism, coprophagia, urophilia, hemato- I can't even say it hematolagnia, pedophilia, nec- you
0: really drug <laughs> <lagnia>. <laughs> You I know my of, Illinois. You sound like came like out. Lois fucking Griffin. I am yeah,
1: <laughs> pedophilia, necrophilia, and infibulation.
0: So, so, so a few of those I think everybody knows. Picurism. Uh it, It's it's also French. Uh, it means to prick. I prick every day. It's when I open my fucking mouth and I say something stupid. I <laughs> am being a prick. I was a prick a lot in this podcast, but I'm not into peculiarism. Uh, that's someone who who has a sexual interest in penetrating the skin of another person with sharp objects, not necessarily like a stab or anything.
1: Oh, needle play.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. needle play. Uh, it, it it can include some cutting too. Apparently, uh, that's that's listed there. Of course, cannibalism. Uh, we uh, hematolagnia.
1: Hema uh, stands for blood.
0: It's it's uh, got something. That, it's like a blood fetish. Yeah. Okay. Uh So. It, it, People who could, of it
1: blood? is
0: uh, use blood as a stimulant or sexual fetish okay, uh, of it. Uh, pedophilia. Let's see. Infibulation. Infibulation is the ritual removal of the external female genitalia and the suturing of the fucking vulva. Am I correct? Because you know I only know street that's, terms here. That's the Barbie surgery. That's that's cutting off the clit and sewing that shit up. Yeah, right.
1: That's what it sounds like to me.
0: That is fucking. Awful. That's Jesus. Ugh.
1: Well. Gary, ugh, I know. That's I know, so I know, terrible. I know. Uh, well, the defense claims Fish is a quote-unquote psychiatric phenomenon.
0: Something like a phenomenon.
1: <laughs> and that's where also, too, is like. You I have don't to doubt think that. Of, <laughs> no, and I agree. And this is where also, too. Back then, being able to actually do medical research was pretty frowned upon. But if they could get him in that institution. They could fuck with fish. And I think that was the motivation by this. Oh, he's a psychiatric phenomenon. Like, oh, I've got to study him. I right. need him in my facility. Again, this is why I think that insanity thing is bullshit.
0: Yeah, like back then, if you if you were someone who specialized in even studying this shit, people thought you were fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Which is stupid because we now know so much because of people who willingly Albert- sacrificed their own peace of mind to get to know these motherfuckers. Yes,
1: exactly. And how many Albert Fishes or people that were on that level had he even came across? Probably none. Right. So he was just like, fuck it, I want this guy. I want to dissect him, you know. Um, so the defense's expert witness, Frederick Wortham, uh, psychiatrist with the emphasis on childhood development, testified for two days, um, spoke of Fish's obsession with religion and the story of Abraham and Isaac. And because I don't know shit about the Bible, feel free. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: a, I'm a relapsed, yeah, I'm the worst kind. But, <laughs> but Abraham and Isaac, it's, it's all about, and again, this is why, again, I'm not anti-religion, I'm not religious myself, but again, you, are, you will hear me say this repeatedly f- forever. How long this podcast goes on? Either everything is sacred or nothing is sacred. You can't get to choose what, because if it's sacred to you, but, it's, but something's not sacred to you, then it's sacred to somebody else that's not being fucking fair. So I play it fair. Nothing is sacred. That's why I was talking about the God of the Old Testament, like when he was like, "Oh, he wanted me to fuck these kids up," and I'm like, "Well, if you fucking read a little bit of it, God in the Old Testament had a bit of a blood thing." I knew
1: he was kind of brutal in the Old Testament.
0: Uh, but but the whole thing with Isaac is that God—I mean, in a in a in a tight, you know, gross oversimplification—God uh, tells Abraham to kill Isaac, his son, as a show of his faith, and literally, like, right at the last minute, when Abraham is swinging the fucking knife down, God goes, "Stop." I don't have the reflexes to have done that. I would have literally looked up with the knife in the kid and been, "What?" Like, you know. Like,
1: okay, so I'm, my heathen ass is asking this question. Is that when the lamb shows up, like yeah, behind him or something? And uh, like
0: there's he- like a ram in a bush or something. Okay, he, there we so, go. So God still needed blood. He still needed something to fucking die. But he gave he gave up a ram again. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to piss any Christians. Off. I'm really not. You, I yeah. love you all. Uh, but but yeah so yeah he was obsessed with that story
1: yeah so fish believed sacrificing a boy would be penance for his sins I love that although I, to, the killing of the boy
0: right. was the sin to what pay for to pay for my murder I think I'll murder like, <laughs> yeah. like, that's, that's like robbing a bank to pay back the bank you just robbed like yeah
1: but the psychiatrist also says he equated fish's cannibalism. With the act of fucking communion. Now, I've came, I've went to a few like, you know, Catholic. Yeah, they say
0: body of Christ, blood of Christ yeah, when they do it. You yeah. Know. It's supposed no. to be symbolic, but again, I mean, it that's was a the...
1: shitty tasting wafer, not, not. Well, see, I was brought up Kim Southern getting...
0: Baptist, so we didn't even get the fucking wine. We, yeah. we didn't even get the sparkling Welch's grape juice because <laughs> I guess they were worried that that might sit too long and somebody would have some fun. So, like, you know, I got like fucking concentrated fucking minute made that was thawed out, you know, like.
1: So the psychiatrist, Wortham, he assumed um, that, or his assumption was that Fish was insane. A safe assumption,
0: <laughs> <To be fair. laughs>
1: no. um, On cross-examination of Wortham, uh, he was asked if Fish knew the difference between right and wrong. Um, he said he did, but it was perverted based on Fish's opinions of sin, atonement, and religion. Now I'm going to interject again. What is the one thing that typically happens to prisoners when they go to prison? They
0: get religion. Exactly. Which I don't blame them there. Like, you know, you got a a fucking reason to fucking not hang yourself by your shoelaces.
1: Yeah. So I think this is where Fish, I think, happened during his first stint in Sing Sing. that Could have. That he picked up on the religious aspect of it because he had probably pr- Catholic priests because it is you know New York or
0: the orphanage
1: in the orphanage uh, yeah because the, the Catholic by the church yeah they
0: pretty much ran all of that yeah. shit back then I don't I mean there wasn't a lot of state oh, funding for I that even stuff think
1: about what it maybe happened to him at the fucking orphanage especially uh, around Catholic well, priests
0: well you know that I have to have sex with this boy to pay penance for the boy I had <laughs> sex with earlier that's that's Fish's way of thinking. Um, yeah, so so yeah, you had the twisted, you know, views of all of that stuff.
1: Yeah, um, the defense had two other psychiatrists that supported Wortham's findings. Um, prosecution had four rebuttal witnesses. Right, and I,
0: just just quickly for these, uh, you had Manasseh Gregory, former manager of Bellevue Psychiatric Hospital, where Fish was treated in the '30s, said Fish was abnormal but sane. Uh, sexual desires were not mentally sick; just common perversions, like a lot of other people have, and. Trust me, you can find them if you look. Yep. They, they exist. Uh, Perry Lichtenstein, which is a fucking rad-ass name, uh, resident physician at the Tombs, uh, I guess someplace else Fish was at, Fish causing physical pain was not masochism, but wanting sexual gratification. Charles Lambert uh, said coprophilia was a common practice. Don't know where the fuck he's from. Uh, uh, it's not common. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, I have never met a poop eater. Nope. Um... I don't even yeah I you know so I don't know where he's from but fine. Uh, cannibalism may be psychopathic, but a matter of taste. Not which psychosis. Is a, which is a terrible turn of phrase. He's like I mean, oh, you know it's just a matter just of like taste. The taste of it. Yeah you know just a matter I of taste like you know. It. But I like onions and celery and all that <laughs> shit. Probably. Uh, Mary Nicholas was Fish's seventeen-year-old daughter, uh, and she 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 testified about how he taught her and her siblings games there with overtones go. of molestation and masochism. Um. So this is my. I love this part. The jurors and and we're running a bit long here, everybody. We're again. It's our first one. We're. we're I. I wanted to keep it. I, I was hoping to even get an hour, and then lo and behold, here we are. But we're 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 wrapping it up now. So bear with us here. Um. None of the jurors <laughs> doubted Fish was insane. So there's 12 people, <laughs> and they're going, "This dude is fucking Fuck. crazy. Yeah, he's fucked. This dude is fucking nuts. <laughs> Look at him. You know, he's fucking nuts. Uh, but, but didn't want to give him. The psychiatric hospital. I love this. Literally, he's insane, but felt we should kill him anyway. Yeah. Like, they're just like, look, he's fucking crazy, but he's the kind of crazy that's got to die. Yes. like you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, they found him, uh, found him, uh, found him guilty. Judge ordered the death sentence. Um, and and back then, Joe, they weren't fucking around with these Hell death no. Now, if you get a death sentence, like you guys, all these appeal, all these, uh, yeah. maybe I don't know, maybe fish didn't appeal i have no idea um but he was sentenced to went to prison in march of 35 executed by uh, electrocution january 16th 1936 no. um entered the chamber at 1106 p.m. i don't know why they always do these at night like every time at least in the i don't think it would
1: have have something to do with like rolling blackouts and brownouts because Of demand, electricity demand? That's fair enough. I fucking know.
0: And see, like, you got to think, like, if we, if we, if we get this environmental friendly future they want, how long is it going to take to fucking electrocute a motherfucker to death with a windmill? (laughs) Like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, it started this day. It's like what they talk about, like, a
1: low flow toilets, you know, constantly having to, like, flush four or five times. It's going to them. like when when you stick
0: your tongue on a nine volt. Like, (laughs) they're just going to, they're just going to be like, we got to keep wetting him. I think I saw a hair curl. (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, entered the chamber at 11:06 p.m. pronounced dead 3 minutes later uh, he was buried at Sing Sing prison i guess they have a cemetery there who the fuck would claim this dude's body mm-hmm. uh, his reported last words i don't even know why <laughs> i'm here <laughs> is the equivalent going. What did I do? What did I, do? I remember asking that when my mom would hit me? <laughs> what did I do? I knew what I did. She yelled it at me when she first started swinging. Like I mean, it could be the utterance
1: of an old man because my he's always looked half dead. So I mean, he's getting up in age at this point. Maybe like he really had a, like an Alzheimer's moment.
0: Where am I? <laughs> where am I? Here? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Well, yeah, you'll figure uh, it out. Night, night. So, so the final, the final wrap up a fish here the, the 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 three main victims that are known francis mcdonald was eight years old
1: eight or nine we gotta eight, specify eight, eight that or
0: yeah. nine uh murdered um seven fifteen twenty-four. billy gaffney four uh four years old uh murdered two eleven twenty seven. and grace bud who was 10 years old murdered 6 3 28. there's a few suspected ones though
1: yeah yeah um you have Emma Emma Richardson 5 years old uh that's October 3rd of 26. Yetta Abramovitz. Abramovitz. Uh 12 years old in 1927 on a very specific date. Uh Robin, Now these
0: next 3 interesting because we talked about this earlier. We said we don't know what happened after Grace Bud. Yeah. If he did. The next 3 that Joe's going to list, these were after Grace Budd.
1: Yes. Um, which
0: would make sense. Why would he stop with Grace Bud? Exactly. That was a big time gap there.
1: Yeah. Um so Oh, and I guess I should bring up the fact that you know he probably heard about the other guy getting fi- convicted for his crime, and that was the reason why he sent the letter because he's like, that's "No, a, I want them to really know." That's a
0: great. That's a great fucking point. Yeah, I it never. It had fucking, been the news. I didn't even think about that the whole time we were doing this research. And that's see, this great. Is, like, I'm he,
1: the one that runs our budget because you know I think about these things. If
0: <laughs> we would, we, I would have I, we, our furniture would be pizza boxes, <laughs> and it wouldn't even be. It would be Domino's because that's all I could afford. <laughs>
1: No, it'd be Little Caesars. Okay,
0: anyways. Their sauce is on point. And that, <laughs> it is so cheap tasting, but it's so good. Anyway.
1: All right, you have uh, uh, Robin Jane Lou, six years old. That is uh, May 2nd of 1931. Mary Ellen O'Connor, 16 years old, February 15th, 32. And Benjamin Collins, 17 years old, December 15th, 1932.
0: And see, Yetta, Mary, and Benjamin, they were, well, Yetta was 12, so... Maybe, but the 16 year old and the 17 year old probably not. I I don't see him being able to overpower someone in their I, okay, in their, yeah, in their teens. Yeah, but again, uh, we talked about uh, Mary, uh, Rob, Sorry, Robin Jane Lou, six years old. That was that was 05, 02, 31. That's after yeah. Grace Bud. Yeah, could totally see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I just didn't. They just, I guess, didn't have what they needed to convict him. But uh, yeah. So that's fucking Albert Fish. He's dead. The world is a far better place because he died. I hope the electricity hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. I I'm honestly glad he didn't know why he was there. Yeah. That's like a fun surprise for me. You know. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that's the werewolf of wisteria, the gray man, the boogeyman, the, the moon, moon maniac. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I hate in our research I couldn't find out where that came from. I know, right? Like, I, part of me, like, I, I don't know, but, uh, but yeah. So that's Albert Fish, and, um, yeah, that's the first episode of, of Spread, Spread the, the Dread, Dread and it ran a touch over ninety minutes. Sorry. Yeah, we, we, I would have, but there was a lot. I mean, you can see this. I mean, it wasn't a lot of filler. Like, there's just this is a really prolific guy that honestly a lot of people didn't know about. Really, probably until like the, the spread of the internet. Like yeah. I remember growing up, I never heard of this motherfucker. Yeah.
1: Cause well, I mean, he was mentioned at the beginning of house of a thousand corpses. Was he? Yeah. So they actually showed his x-ray at the beginning oh, of that movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but, when but, Captain Spaulding was talking yeah, about but, it. Yeah. But
0: again, but like, I was even la-
1: dumbfounded because I remember being in theaters, but Holy fuck. I did a report on this guy.
0: Whose dick is that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give me that dick. Who's down? I want to know what dick that is. Um, but, yeah, so that's it now. Um, again, this is episode one. On the day we launch, which is it's going to be every Wednesday will be new episodes. Yep. Uh, the, the, if you're hearing this one, there is another episode you can go download and listen to. This is going to be about Natalia and Dimitri Bakshiv. I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Go listen to it. Download it. Um, and... Yeah, thank you guys all for listening. Remember, go to spread the, uh, spreadthedreadpodcast.com. we You got links to all of our social media and our download sites there. Patreon, spreadthedread.com. Email us uh, if you have any topics you think would be cool to co- uh, to cover or if you just want to, you know, talk shit about the or way. send us
1: pictures of your furry button.
0: Yes, <laughs> but not x-rays if there's needles in there because I already got one in pics <laughs> and I don't need another one. And I mean, unless you can up the ante on the count. Ooh that's fine Uh, but yeah so do that and then of course if you're listening on any of the uh the the sites uh itunes google stitcher any of those where you can leave a review and you like what you heard be sure to leave a five-star review or thumbs up or any of that stuff and if if we end up getting any of those cool things then we we may shout you out or not uh so yeah for spread the dread podcast i'm john and this is joe and uh have a good time and in the words of our man Jack Torrance why don't you start right now and get the
1: fuck out of here